Safe House Distilling is a proud sponsor of the boys when they're at Radio Row. And a proud fan of them is Kix Brooks, who sat down with us. One half of Brooks and Dunn. We lapped it up talking country music and everything that surrounds that world of entertainment. The Opening Drive with Jeff Symbietta and J.J. Bach. Weekday mornings from 7 till 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Live from Radio Row, uh, boys, give me athletes, great. Love athletes. Give me actors, cool. Love actors. I tell you what, you really want me to turn the volume up on the radio, though? You give me some musicians. And joining us on the program, uh, Kix Brooks, uh, famously of Brooks and Dunn. Kix, welcome. Wow, thanks, man. I couldn't believe you guys would have me. I'm like, can, am I going to get on that show ever or not? And they're like, <laughs> they're a little tentative. They're so, maybe they'll try and work in. I'm like, oh, so I what the heck? I guess y'all got tired of me hanging around, yeah. looking over your shoulder, whatever. <laughs> not, only did, not only did we get you on. You came in hot with a, yes. wa- a Teller watermelon walk-off. Yes. Yeah. A cocktail. Well, we I've walk- been drinking coffee all morning. <laughs> you know, nothing more fun than an alert drunk. There you go. <laughs> he, he walked on with the walk-off right off the top. A uh, host of American Country Countdown and, and just living that, just everything that's that's music, everything that's country. That, I mean, that's, but that's your life, right? That's from day one. You've, you've been about this energy. Uh, the guy that drove me over here, you know, talked about his retirement and everything and yeah. he goes when are you going to retire i'm like and do what you know <laughs> 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 play music yeah <laughs> so i have a question uh tiktok huge the kids everything how do you feel about tiktok revitalizing any type of music and starting oh, trends that. and everything else with the younger uh generation i don't I, you know it's just it's a freak show out there right, you know right, it, yeah. re- it totally is and you know, the first time, you know, I heard about it, heard about it, tick-tock, tick-tock. And finally, you know, I got the app, I pulled it up, and, you know, I'm like everybody else. I'm going, oh, my God, what? <laughs> what? You know, and and then Ronnie's, we're on the this summer, you know, we're on the bus, and he's like, man, have you heard about this Neon Moon dance yes. thing going yeah. on? Right. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, no, I haven't. Of course, I got a problem with Neon Moon anyway. I mean, it's, just, <laughs> <laughs> my, it's not, I got to be careful, okay, because Ronnie wrote this song. But, <laughs> Yo. but, but it's all week long, every week. It's like you turn the corner, it's like, oh, my God, oh, Neon Moon. Oh, oh, we fell in love with Neon Moon. Yeah. Oh, dancing. Oh, and she looked into my eyes, and I knew it was her. Yeah. It's going to be our wedding. Wedding song. I'm like, do you know this is a song about a drunk in the corner of a bar? <laughs> okay, just let's get that out of the way. Just, we, and we're not paying for therapy for everybody oh, and all no. the things that go with that. But yeah, so he calls me up on the bus when I said, Have you heard about this TikTok thing going on? I'm like, What? I said, Yeah, we've got like three million views or something like that. And the label just sent me an email. They said, man, if we'll do the TikTok dance, I go, what? Because, <laughs> yeah, they said, if we'll do the dance, this thing is going to blow up. I yes. went, let me go look at it. So I went and looked at mm-hmm. it, and I call him up. You know, his bus is right next to me, but we don't go no, back gosh, and forth no, or anything no. like that. Yeah. I call him up. I go, I just watched this thing. He goes, yeah. He goes, you want to do it? I go, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I do not. I've never line danced, you know. I'm stupid enough all by myself without doing that. And he's because he says, dude, you, well, you, I mean, is there any way? I go, 
okay, I got an idea. Oh. I said, right before we can walk on stage, which I always have my last drink right before we walk on stage. Same. I said, you know, I'm, I'm just going to, well, if they make this move where their hands come together and then you point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the thing I said. I don't care what you do. I said, but don't do the thing. I said, you know, put your fist together. I mean, do something manly. And then I'll point. That'll be our version. Okay, that's all we got. And then we're just, then we're right on the stage. We start the show. Right before we walk on, and it's just take it or leave it. Let, just let them post it and see what happens. And so, then we get off stage, and it's, he's like, hey, okay, we're getting like, 20,000 uh, ads a second, a second or something. Yeah. Wow. And, and he, then, like, the next week I go, is this thing still working? He goes, three and a half billion. Whoa. Billion the, 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 the what? Whoa. Yeah. It's like, what happened? What is that? I don't understand it. But it was, I thought it was, a, you know, and then I'm looking, there's raccoons and, <laughs> and seals around the next to, next to the pool at SeaWorld doing the neon moon dance. <laughs> we, we need to get the whole world therapy. <laughs> yes, it's fun. I love it. That's, That's a awesome. short answer to, to a, a good question. So the host of Westwood One's Country Countdown. <laughs> When, when they came to you for this gig, were you like, do I want to talk about country music and listen to the best country music on right now? Yes. <laughs> I am. There was Bob Kingsley. <clears throat> you know, Casey Kasem started that show. Sure. Most yeah, people yeah. have been around for a while know who he is. And then Bob Kingsley did it for a long time. He was a dear friend and I was a big fan of. And Bob was coming out of his contract and I was very tentative about doing the show that was my reservation that was my main reservation i didn't figure i would be able to do the show more than a week or two without getting fired but i wanted to i was a big fan of countdown shows they're fun you know did you listen yeah and, and back before Same. the internet sure. back when i was a little girl i was a trl kid yeah you yeah. know that's where you knew you could hear those songs and see what they were doing and all that so yeah the fun of it i couldn't i, I was really looking forward to it and bob gave me his blessing and and after that, it's it's just been a great opportunity to talk to, A, my friends, people on tour. When you're at an award show or something, it's like, hey, how you doing, man? How's the kids? Great. How's Marla? Yeah, yeah she's great. Good. Okay, we got to get together. Yeah, we will. We don't. You know, and so it's great to sit down with my buds for an hour right. just awesome. to interview, you know, like we're doing today. What? And at some point, you catch up and you get a feel for these acts that are coming in and it's fun isn't there something also real intimate about just having a microphone and a headset between you and someone i can't find a better form of a way to connect with someone yeah than just having that crystal clarity and the contact that we've been having right now uh-huh. about like an idea a subject or a belief yeah yeah so what have you been able to pull that you thought oh i didn't know was there has there been like an aha moment for you on the program where you knew like hey this is the fit for me i i don't know if I think, you know, it's, there's people like, well, here's one. So, um, so I was talking with Blake Shelton. Yeah. And, and he had a song called, you name the kids, I'll name the dogs. And I said, so what, what really about that song? I mean, what is, what's a good dog name? Right. And he goes, well, you can name a dog anything. That's what's cool about, you know. But you don't name them people. You know, you don't right. name them Rob, you know, or something. I said, so what's a good dog name? And he says, Doo-Doo. 
So that was the moment that really. (laughs) 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 I went, I went, yeah, yeah, okay, I get it. So so how do you feel when someone takes uh, the music that you guys make, that you make, and they, they bleed it over into a different genre? Because I know there was this rapper named Fat Tony, took your music, and they mashed it up with, I don't know if you're familiar with, Too Short from the Bay, Blow the Whistle. How do you feel about that genre crossing when it comes to something like hip-hop and, and your form of music. Love it. Yes. Love it. I, I love it. Anytime people are just copping the groove, doing whatever, you know? I mean, I think it's, A, to me, it's just a compliment, you know, if anybody, you know, unless somebody's just trying, making an effort to humiliate you. Right. And then you just find out how big they are. Right. You know? So. Well, that, that's what my daughter, she, how she was introduced to you guys. But if they're doing it because they like it, they thought it was cool, and they right. want to put their spin on it or whatever, that's cool. Yeah, because right? it's like a whole different audience yeah. that w- outside would have never even known. It's, they, they're discovering you guys' music. That's, what, that's what's happening. Can we talk about your songwriting process a little bit? Are you a sit-down, time-frame guy? Are you an inspiration guy? Both. Now I'm more, you know, I call it inspiration and perspiration. I wrote songs for a living for 10 years before I met Ronnie, you know, so I had quite a few hits and a lot of songs recorded by other artists and, and that kind of thing and it's I can't think of a harder way to make a living it's a super high pressure especially now um, the way the world works because back then if you sold an album there's 12 songs on it and just having a song on an album that sells a million you get seven cents as a songwriter so you know you can do the math and you make 30 or 40 grand a year you have some some kind of now if you don't have a hit you don't make any money. That's how the internet works, pretty much. Did you have a song in your hands that you had to hand over to somebody and you wanted that one back <laughs> so bad? Um, no. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I would always, I would always take a cut, um, you know, over, over doing it myself. I had a number one song in the middle of our career. I played for Ronnie. I really, it's a song called Sacred Ground, and I said, what do you think? He goes, I don't really get it. I go, it's okay. I know somebody who does. There you go. And, and had yeah. a number one he, record on it as a writer. So well, it's, you know, you just you just spit and go. What I'll do, Kicks, before you go, and then ins- I will ask, I'll ask. What is your favorite written or performed song, and why is it Red Dirt Road? <laughs> <laughs> I think it really tells, uh, and that is the truth, because yeah. that's how I generally answer that question. I think it's, for me, it's my favorite song that Ronnie and I ever wrote together. And that matters because we wrote a lot of music together. But I think it was that moment where, we, you know, we met on a Tuesday and wrote Brand New Man on Thursday, Heck two yeah. days later. Heck yeah. wow. And our first wow. two number one records we met, I mean, we wrote the week we met. So uh, we didn't know each other, you know. And Red Dirt Row was a time we really started talking about, we had a heart-to-heart about where we came from and our grandparents it's and me stuff and my like best guys. that. Yeah, it's me and my best guy's radio song. That's our truck cool. song. Next yeah. thing we knew, you know, we kind of wrote something that mattered to us, and I, it still does. Kixbrooks, you, uh, you're a world of entertainment, my friend. Thank you so very no, much. No, you guys are too. Great time. Yeah. <laughs> Good laughs, good times. We're two men on Kixbrooks, live from Radio Row on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.